Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going? Brandon Ream. Oh, Patrick, let me tell you real quick. Mm-hmm. It is going fantastic. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Cool. <laughs> I got no energy for the rest of that. Oh, I could do like a, I am, I am, I am. I, I said, said I want to get, get next, next to, to you. you. Yeah, that's good. I said I want to get close to you. You didn't want me after her. I know you like what's on my mind. Who is that? STP. Oh, yeah. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, they uh, apparently they got a lot of heat when they came out for being a uh, Pearl Jam ripoff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Two thirds of their uh, lead singers are dead. I've talked about that. Oh, yeah. Not good well, numbers. Not they good kept numbers. The top half so they could keep singing. Yeah. Right. Uh, I like Stone Temple Pilots. And I think, I don't know. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show. Uh, I think they do. Art of Southern Trade, only yesterday. We lied. Things I used to. One of my first CDs. Yeah. I can remember. I guess it had been like Christmas of 95. Yeah. I got uh, Stone Temple Pilots Purple. Yep. And that's the one with in the What's real and what's for sale? I got yeah. that in Soundgarden Super Unknown. I I'm not no offense to anyone that does because I understand I'm my taste is nothing. Even I think I'm finally safe to say that I don't connect with Soundgarden the way I do with all so many other bands of that era. Yeah. Just I, I really love the what's the album uh the album with Black Hole Sun? Yeah. I like that album a lot, but it, Day I tried to live. Yes, that song I really love, but I don't love Super Unknown. I don't love Spoon Man. I don't love uh, like a lot of those old, like a lot of the early Soundgarden stuff. Um, but so new pilots, I thought was great. And I think music from a tiny uh, music from the Ga- Vatican's gift shop uh-huh. is great. That album fucking rules. Uh, Lady yeah. Picture Show. That's a really good song. I kind of one thing that's kind of cool about that Seattle seen like all of the main bands is yeah for how similar mm-hmm. i guess they are they're all very like different yeah. too or yeah. like nirvana's the punk one mm-hmm. you know soundguard and aic are like the metal ones yeah you know i think like, and then pearl jam was kind of like like cock college rock. rocky yeah 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 uh, like pearl jam feels like the way like Nickelback and Pearl Jam, I think are or not Nickelback, uh, 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 Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam, I think are way more similar yeah. than people give them credit for, for being the same style of band. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, of all those bands, I, and Sunderland Pilots is funny because like Pavement made fun of them, like bands didn't like them, but I really think that they put out some stuff that really lasts. Even that, they had that one song that's like Monday back from the dead. Yeah. You know that one? Like that was really good. That's one good thing about rock no longer being on the mainstream. Yeah. Like it once was is it's also the death of rock beef. 
Yeah. Well, did you see the fucking shit Adam Levine said the other day? Uh-uh. Maroon 5's Adam Levine made a statement or like said in an interview the other day that there's no more bands. He's like, there's no bands anymore. And it's like, what? You fucking weirdo. Well, just at the top, because well, like even there, though, like even with that, that's not necessary. Like still, there's still I don't know. Maybe maybe you make the not- argument. Well, we don't have bands like we used to. There's tons of bands, but that piece of pie that used to be like a lot smaller. Yeah. Like that pie that's getting cut. It's it's so cut up, man. Yeah. Like I, there's, I, there's just so many better bands now that are getting their little like club tours and devoted fans. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like, what the like the Menzingers. I'm wearing my Menzinger shirt today. Yeah. Menzinger's got a Patreon right now and they're making like a not they're not making enough to live on as a band but they're making a good amount of money doing these like scheduled weekly events and weekly shows rock and roll it's great has gone the way of tv shows yeah where it's Every, all niche there's something for everyone and there's a lot more out there and there you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's crazy to think about all of the bands that probably toiled in obscurity that were just as good as you know blue oyster oh, cult yeah. or whatever throughout all the years that I think I like that because of the gate. We don't have gatekeepers. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that it's so interesting when you do think back on stuff like that, like you think of the, the curse of one hit wonders and it's like, well, that's just because that's who the, the label pushed and stuff like that. Like bands like founds of Wayne kind of had that thing for a while as a one hit wonder. Yeah, exactly. Like these are bands that are influential and good and kept putting out records and luckily, they were on the oh, early side of yeah. that finding your niche. I, I, I'm still outraged by the fact that uh, like 15, 20 years ago, VH1 had the audacity to put Faith No More in a where are they at? Yeah. One hit wonder thing. And it's like, yeah, they may have had a one, but all of their albums sold well. It doesn't yeah. matter if they only had a hit. Totally. It's and there's a yeah, I it's such a interesting thing to be because you're you're going from the perspective of the point of view of whoever's talking about the one hit wonder is the overall point of view like there are literally some things like i i might be wrong in this but i think the the band uh the rembrandts who recorded the theme song to friends the Uh one told you i literally think they only put out one song i think that's their only song but like most that's not the case and so like it's weird like any band when they get that one hit wonder thing, it's like, well, that's just because of you. Like you, like people, any band can be described as that. Well, if, in if the Rembrandt's defense, it was really yeah. hard to write any music for them because a lot of their love life, you know, sure, people yeah. write from their love life, but their the Rembrandt's was a DOA. Yeah, that's right. And also, they uh, were so busy brushing their teeth all the time. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite? of the, that of the 90s do you have a favorite like pop quote unquote one hit wonder song uh or that or one that you think of because not, not i'm not asking for like my here's my example sex and uh, candy by marcy's playground Ooh. i haven't followed marcy's playground so i don't know maybe yeah. they've got 10 great albums and they're still really good but that's a song that i listen to still regularly and uh, enjoy groove it. is in the heart by delight oh sure groove is in the heart yeah yeah that's fun that's, that's a, a good fun one, one. Uh, I really like. I oh, would. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and if we're gonna go a little bit more rocking, uh, I'll get out and jump on a fucking soapbox for uh, Flagpole Sitta. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. That that's a great. Everybody one. loved that. That that and uh, what? Uh, the darkness. 
Oh, even though I, I don't guess even that's think early odds. Yeah, I don't. Those always I, get me. I didn't connect with that, but yeah, that's fun. Uh, well, you just haven't been drunk at enough karaoke nights in sure, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in it. That's fun too when you find out what songs connected with people. You know. Yeah. Like I, because you, we, you know, we talk about that on the show sometimes. It's like how like there's we have friends now because we have friends that are in their early twenties because of comedy, and so like you have friends who are like. Uh, Oh, uh, I Carly was my everything. And so like there's probably people with that with like there's people who like Imagine Dragons. That was my first concert and I loved it. And you're like, whoa, that's probably that's weird. You know, yeah, I, I was at Barnes and Noble. yesterday. we, we took the uh, Murphy to his n- annual vet checkup yesterday mm-hmm. and you can't go in. You have to drop them off and then you just have to fuck off for a while. And there's a uh, Barnes and Noble near our vet. So Perfect. I, we can go in there. Kill time. Everybody yeah. wears mess stuff. And uh, I saw a book that was like the 250 greatest songs ever written and the story about them. And I, I'm, I'm spinning through it. And literally one of the first pages I land on is Closer by the Chainsmokers. And I was like, what? We're wow, calling yeah. it. We're calling a Chainsmokers song. One of the 250 greatest s- songs ever written. Yeah, that's the song that rhymes. Uh, it's something, something getting colder. I left my brother back in Boulder or whatever the fuck. And you're like, what? Uh, what did you got a favorite hook? You got a favorite chorus from a, a 90s song? Uh, hook. My bruise. Th- bru- oh, sure. Brings you back. That brings yeah, me yeah. back. Uh-huh. Uh, man, I, I do like a lot of those weird. Like, uh, I like a lot of bands that had one hit wonders because I feel like they're all good at writing like these rock pop songs. Pop in terms of they could cross over, but they didn't yeah. have to. Oh, um, the way, the way. That's oh, that's what I was gonna say. That fastball album is a banger, beginning to end. The way was just, and then also like lesser hits on that one, like uh, uh, I'll be the rain on your fire escape. That kind of blew up. Out of my head was out of my mind. That kind of blew up. But mm-hmm. the way is great, and it's really sad. I remember them. There was like a radio station that used to get piped out to all the like terrestrial stations back in the 90s called like modern rock live i don't know if you remember this and i remember they interviewed them once and they're like oh yeah the way you know so we we heard this story about this older couple who just disappeared and we were talking about how like oh they were looking for him like in toronto or something like they were talking about him on the radio like if you've seen this couple i mean and he's like and so we wrote this beautiful relationship about how like they just kept walking and they were gonna go off into the sunset together and then the other like one of the bass players or something is like yeah a couple weeks later came out that they died they they were dead in the garage yeah (laughs) it was really funny Fastball, uh, that drummer really threw a curveball. Really threw a damn curveball at me. Uh, well, before we get started and bring in our guests, I should ask, you've been doing anything cool? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just won a national title. Nice, Kansas. Two in a row. Yep, with Kansas. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, they, they might need. They might call you up after all the trouble Les Miles has gotten himself into. You got hired. You were my last OC. Oh, hell I, yeah. I, I forget where you got hired, but it's got to be a good job. Cool. I'd love we to want, know. Yeah. I uh, posted my 10-year results on the reddit oh sure the fancy or the college football reddit got 400 plus likes a lot of people nice. excited for that oh yeah they love you, you know they asked me about how i'm doing my recruiting my recruiting rules so have you ever heard, have you ever heard of a uh, a card game in the style of a magic the gathering called dominion no okay so last night was my weekly zoom with all my high school friends mm-hmm. and we played a game of risk online it was very fun 
if we want to do a fun size where we played risk and like recorded, I think we could do that and it'd be easy. Um, but we played that and it was really fun. And then afterwards we're like, what's some other game we could play? And somebody suggested dominion, but none of us knew how to play. And we go to this, go to this site. We log in, we have our accounts, we're ready to play. And then we're like, well, let's watch a YouTube video. And we watched a three minute video and you could just see like, five guys in their mid thirties, just eyeballs bleeding. And it's like, and then you have to take a house. And once you take a house, you have to use this card yeah. and this card will show your manga. And then once your manga shows your magic will pop up. And we were like, ah! yeah, man, it was, it was really funny though. You know, I like my civilization. I've had civilization yeah. six for almost a year and a half now. Yeah. And I've had plenty of days where I try and get down on it. And it's just, you, you have like an hour long tutorial before you even yeah. get going get your yeah. toes in the water too much i could have um, played a game of football in that hour yeah i did beat Star Fox yesterday though with no codes or anything and that was really fun i did it the pearl jam style you know no code uh, <laughs> uh yield but what was funny was i beat it and i was like uh oh this rules i, I don't think i've ever beat this game before and then at the end when the it tells you to put in your initials and I got third place because it turns out I beat it like in 1996. <laughs> and then number one is my cousin, Dustin. And I was like, when did Dustin that beat my fucking Star Fox game? That's the cool thing about Nintendo 64. Yeah, that memory is, card, baby. Yeah, because prior to that, it wasn't as used in a lot yeah. of stuff. But by the time that era came, you know. Yeah. It, or Yeah, you don't need a memory card. So you can buy like... If somebody digs out their old WWE Mercy, mm -hmm. no mercy, it has all their wrestlers. Yeah, I have to buy there. that. I have to buy NWO Revenge. I have it in storage somewhere, but I can't find it. Or yeah. it's in storage, and I'm not going to go to the storage unit. Fortunately, that whole series plays fun. Oh, so yeah. If you get, no matter which one you get, it's yeah. a great play. Well, I just have all of the made names on my on NWO Revenge. So it'd be fun oh, to yeah. see all the names of all my friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, goddamn, this is a fun little beginning of the show. Let's say we take a break okay. and then bring in our fantastic guest. All right. All right. Too long. 
And we're back. Ooh, what a good commercial and or song. Well, it paid us. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it was. I just uh, I haven't decided if I would have because I found out after last week when we put Luke's song in, I was like, I could have just done that the whole time. You know, <laughs> uh, it's so much easier than trying to find a dumb uh, trying to find a stupid ass song, you know? Yeah. But today we don't have no stupid ass songs on the show. No. I mean, other than like the when we were singing Stone Temple Pilots. Holy opening. smart ass songs. Yeah. Like my they might be giant songs and stuff. Uh <laughs> Uh, goddamn. Uh, speaking of giants, we have a fantastic guest on the show today. Eli Manning. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Eli's there. Dan Brown. Wait, what's their new quarterback's name? <laughs> Dan Brown was a quarterback for yeah. them. Oh, uh-huh. that's crazy because he was also busy writing the Da Vinci Code the whole time he's playing. <laughs> uh, Iowa State's got a wrestler right now named David Carr who's really throwing it around the Big 12 uh, uh, championship. And I thought that was really funny that like his name's David Carr. Uh, yeah. And he's a successful athlete. Uh, Okay, well, she's a fantastic stand-up comedian. You might have seen her uh, at the Laugh Fest, where she was uh, voted one of the best of the Midwest. Uh, Also has a great stand-up comedy album called Trigger Warning, uh, Italics, blah, 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 blah. It's a big, long title. Very serious title. Very long. Explains what it is. I forgot it, even though that album is available on Jackknife Comedy Records. Uh, But you can, more than that, you can either go buy it on Bandcamp, you can go buy it at our website, or you can listen to it on Sirius XM, which is very cool. Uh, Streaming on on those channels, the Raw Dog, I assume, and all those others. Uh, Canadian Canada comedy music or something. I don't know. Uh, and she's got a great podcast that I think is, uh, I mean, all we have, listeners, you guys know the drill. What's that? She's got a podcast called uh, uh, My Eulogies, Please. And l- seriously, pause this. Go subscribe to her podcast. Come back because it's such a good podcast. It's such a funny idea. It's the one ream I told you about where they do uh, uh, eulogies for people. I did a eulogy for Spyro for it. And it oh, was no, just Spyro such a- died. Uh, yeah, in the universe of me giving this eulogy, and I don't remember how, but I know fucking and sucking was involved. Do you just go around America doing podcasts <laughs> about Spyro? Yeah, I'm just trying to get the word out about Spyro. I just uh, hope because you know how you could search a topic on Spotify. Yeah, podcast topic. Yeah, yeah. I just hope one day somebody is like, "Hmm, Spyro." Yeah, and then they just get woke up like, to the Patrick Hasty uh, Comedy Network. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our friend, Sam Rager. Thank you. I loved that introduction and I loved your Spyro eulogy. Thank uh-huh. you. It was very fun. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Sam, thank you for being on the show. I wanted to ask you, first off, what is the full title of your stand-up comedy album? Uh, trigger warning, but for real, you might want to skip tracks night. 20, 21, and 25. I've not said the full title in a long it's, time. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny because so uh, we're friends. You're and you're stand up. Where are you at right now? You, you in uh, Michigan, I assume? Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit, Metro Detroit uh, area. Metro Detroit. Michigan. Michigan <laughs> versus the world. That's what they say. Because uh, when we first, so when we first met, yeah, I know you're a very funny comic. We hung out. I stayed at your place. And then when I found out you were putting out an album, I was like, what's it called? And you're like, trigger warning. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you like a Nick DiPaolo? <laughs> like, is it like a Joe Rogan type thing? And then when I heard it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is great. And it makes sense. And there's like the asterisks and everything. But at first I was kind of like, I'm like, huh? Like, what's your album called? And you're like, uh, straight white male. I'm like, wait, hold on. I, don't- <laughs> I regret calling it that, especially. Yeah. Uh, especially- it's so funny. <laughs> 
I didn't realize that those two things were associated um, until after I put it out. But then also Killer Mike put out a Netflix special the same day my album came out. That was called Trigger Warning. Well, you know what? That's uh, me? Yeah, go ahead, Reem. I've always wanted to put out an album called uh, Straight White One Male Fan. (laughs) sure oh yeah 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 yeah. and then you just instead of putting it out you just send it to that one guy that likes yourself yeah no 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 just so it could say swim fan oh oh fuck that's great that's fun uh that's funny uh, i know that uh comedian uh john roy put out an album like in 2012 a stand-up mm-hmm. album that he called for whatever reason for some joke because of it but it was called alexander hamilton and when the hamilton uh. soundtrack came out he sold like a 5,000 copies that day because people on iTunes were just like, that must be the thing. <laughs> oh, that's a good call. I yeah. Should call my, yeah, I should call my next album or my, uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, our friend Alex Carter, a comedian in Des Moines, he recorded an album. In, what was he going to call it? The Carter 4 or whatever? The yeah. Carter 5? And then he just sat on it too long. And then oh. Lil Wayne put out another album. So then he's like, well, I'll just call it the Carter for six then. <laughs> you know? no, thought, it, uh, probably work out though. You just do like sequels to all the most classic albums, like oh, Ab- yeah. Abbey Road Part Two. And then yeah, yeah. even four- <laughs> Too <laughs> Fast, <laughs> Too Road. Uh, boy, how are you, Sam? How's it going? How's the quant- uh, the pandemic hitting you? Um, it's been, it's been okay. Uh, just try, I tried zoom shows and yeah. those are heartbreaking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to yeah. hear. Cause I haven't tried them. Yeah. I they're like a nightmare. To, I, I like to think that they are not good. It really does feel that thing of like, if I can reach one person, <laughs> <laughs> just like staring into the camera on my uh-huh. laptop, like it's a dead eye, a single yeah. dead eye. <laughs> There's and then the other thing about the stand up Zoom shows that I think is a lot of times because especially like when you're at least what I've noticed is when you're booked on them, you're it's not like people, you know, in like New York booking me. It's comics I know from the road booking me. So then it's a situation where like, okay this is somebody that I met in San Francisco who really likes me. (laughs) And so then they're like overtly laughing at all my stuff. And then they want all the people that like their friends who are there to think I'm really funny. And so then you're like on it's like you're visiting like your your boyfriend's parents or something you're like Ugh. <laughs> uh, i like but, the idea of uh crowd work comics doing that's a me. show yeah that's what yeah. i do i go to the gallery mode and i'm just like uh jeff jeff can you unmute <laughs> i'd like to talk to you buddy <laughs> hey jeff what's up with that shirt as fuck <laughs> uh so sam those the, the zoom show's not for you yeah you know mm-hmm. um how are you making my the podcast you guys started that in quarantine, right? Yeah. So I, I, I had the idea um, for a while and then uh, Helium approached me and asked me if I had any podcast ideas. And I yeah. was like, well, there's this. Is it too weird for you? Yeah. To have a funeral themed podcast. And uh, they went along with it, which is awesome. That's, and then. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you guys and do you, you do that with Santiago. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that one until I listened to it. And I was like, oh, shit, because like I don't know him as a performer. So no. now I'm getting to know him as a performer. Santiago is your what do you call it? Uh, partner. Boyfriend. OK, good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on Facebook lately. Uh, yeah. So your partner, Santiago, who Reem, you would love this guy. He's great. Big Star Wars fan, race car driver. Uh, I'm always following his Instagram posts where he's wrecking and sliding around on the fucking road and stuff. Uh 
but it's not it's, it's I don't know him as like a, he's a funny person, but I didn't know him as a comic. So when I listened to the episodes, I was like, oh, shit, you guys have. Oh, you you guys have a good rapport. And this is fun <laughs> to hear. And you're kind of doing characters, which is or you are doing characters, I guess. But like, it's very funny. And I feel like that's the way to do quarantine is you're like, well, I'm going to make this fucking person I live with <laughs> yeah. start making content with me. <laughs> I I have enjoyed that trend. I've seen it, too, like uh, with uh, videos. Uh, some oh, yeah. comics will do like uh, Ari Finley. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. pulls his wife into a lot, yeah. a lot of videos. And I just think it's funny seeing her like setting up a joke. Yeah, and it's like weird, like, ah, uh, God, okay. Yeah. So why that... is the kitchen dirty, Ari? The <laughs> <laughs> fucking minute sketch happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. So you okay, so, it, you yeah. didn't think that he was going to be a part of it because originally I was like, oh, I'll just do this by myself, and then it felt really awkward and clunky, and I was like, uh-huh. I need a co-host, and I need it to be safe. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, hey, will you do this for me? And if you hate it, we could just like kill off your character or something, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, he was down for it, and it, it's worked out really well since then. That's awesome. It's so fun. <laughs> now, now I, you kind of did, but explain it a little more, like what what the premise is some more. Yeah. Uh, so I play a a funeral director, and he's my my intern, and I am super lonely, and I have this like need to be popular or included, so I decide to start a podcast. <laughs> And uh, I've been bugging funerals for a while so I could get the eulogies and mm-hmm. we use them as our like fake guests as playing these eulogies. It's so funny. The idea of like, like imagine you're at your like grandma's funeral <laughs> and it's such a sad thing. And then somebody's like, oh, you know, the funeral director's got a podcast. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, and, the, and yeah, so like, what have you, is it always uh uh, like we, as we said, the one I did, I eulogized Spyro. Is it always uh, uh, in make believe characters? Like, could somebody eulogize like I don't know, Mike Pence, or would that be like too <laughs> over the line? <laughs> so we we kept to fictional characters, and I feel bad because some people um, have gone and done the whole thing and sent it to me, and I was like, oh, I no. am really sorry, we can't use yeah. this. Uh- <laughs> Sorry, Shia LaBeouf is not on the list. <laughs> That's funny. Reem, uh, I'm not pitching you for this show. I like it, whatever. But like, Reem, who could you eulogize well? I feel like you could eulogize, uh, what's his name? Uh, Optimus Prime. I'm still not, still not over that. Yeah, one, yeah. Man. That's too raw. Yeah. That would hurt. Who's or the guy? It, all the gremlins, really. <laughs> Can you That's please do that? I yeah, would love the, the, the say, I don't think you actually want Reem to do this. You know, he's got a lot of weed in his head and, it will, you know, it's going to be hard to get a schedule on him. It's, a, it's, uh, it's an oil, dude. It's fine. What's the eulogizing the hot, the, the hot gremlin from Gremlin well, 2 with the pig survives. lips? <laughs> yeah, but she's got to die someday. She's, you know? she's married to, uh, uh, who's the guy that does our thing at the end of our show? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, from Star for, Trek, yeah, Gremlins, and then Kazi. I don't remember names. And he's the gym coach from Wonder Years. Oh, that's great. He's working. Uh, anyways, <laughs> back to Sam now. Sam, uh, okay, so we plugged the album, we plugged the podcast. That's really good. I feel like we're uh, on today. Uh, now let's just get down to it. How's your brain? You feeling all right? <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is Michigan been taking it serious? Um, we've been trying to, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
it's weird because like there are so many Midwestern states around us that aren't. And so mm-hmm. we haven't been able to do that much comedy, but we, I yeah. see so many people in my timeline able to, to go out yeah. and do shows still. It's so, that's so surreal. I, we haven't yeah. done shows forever. <laughs> well, who knew there are so many killers in the Midwest comedy? Yeah. Scene? Yeah. Right. Oh man. If I were smart, I would have, I would have just gone on the day that the, the days rather that the militia stormed the Capitol with like a loudspeaker oh, yeah. and just done, <laughs> like, yeah. with have the window guys, rolled up. <laughs> have you guys seen this thing? It's alleged. So I'm going to say allegedly, but that Jay Johnson was there from Mr. Show. You guys oh, know? I from oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. No, Santiago showed me that yesterday. I was like, that's yeah. disappointing. It's <laughs> crazy. And like, so Reem, have you seen this at all? Uh, Jay Johnson, he's a guy on Mr. Show. He's the cop on the Sarah Silverman program. Okay, yeah. He he's looks got, a he's, yeah. he's got that face. Yeah, he, he looks a yeah. little bit like Well, no wonder he Clooney. got docked. Exactly. The FBI is like, do you know who flat, this is? He's and, flat top Clooney. Yeah, yeah. And the FBI posted photos. I was like, do you know who this is? And immediately people were like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and and then, like, I think uh, an L.A. comic Joe McAdams tweeted, uh, oh, it's really cool to know which one of my which of my alt comedy friends are totally cool ratting people out to the FBI in public. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, I, I still haven't got over it. Uh, I saw that. And then I saw like Andy Kindler talking about it and being like, yeah, because he's Jimmy Pesto on Bob's Burgers. I saw uh, Mumford okay. Sons. Oh, is, yeah. Uh, Sam, we, I'm sorry. I know you're tweeted. a big Mumford head. No, did they? Sorry to break it. Oh, yeah. They're 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 canceled. They're banjo they're, player. He's a banjo player. <laughs> they're banjo player. Like far and, right. Yeah. He uh, he tweeted out Andy Nyango or whatever that guy from Seattle. His alt right book about how uh, Antifa is killing our country. And the banjo player tweeted out with like, uh, uh, what an inter- what a wonderful book. That's so important. <laughs> Oh my, this is so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just imagine girl, I just imagine uh because the lead guy, main Ben uh main Mumford, whatever his name is. Uh-huh. Dad, Dad Mumford. Uh he should have uh, stayed mum on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> the main guy's married to that actress Carrie something. Fisher. No, the girl who's she was in well, she's in that new show, that movie Promising Young Woman, and she's like oh, very like Terry Mulligan. And so no, I just think again. like them talk <laughs> Mulligan, fuck you. <laughs> I just think of them talking, you know, it's like, well, you know, uh, hey mate, uh you we're we're you you know, you're my son in this band or whatever. And my wife's like a radical uh feminist, uh the forefront of the movement, and uh you're over here proud boy and shit up, dude. <laughs> There's other banjo players in England, you know. <laughs> Oh, goddamn. Okay, Sam, now we got it. And we don't, we're not a news podcast, just news stuff pops in our heads. Uh, <laughs> I want to know how your brain is. So, ha- have you, you've been done some of these, some outdoor shows, right? Yeah, some shows? I've done a couple of the outdoor shows. Yeah. Are they fun? Do you feel like they're worth it? Um, some have been super fun. Some have been very awkward. Yeah. Uh, just because the, with it being open air, it kind of like the laughter yeah. gets, gets lost. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I did it just a handful of those last summer and, and into the fall. And it was it was fun from the selfish. Uh, oh, I got to be the center of attention for 10 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I was working on my craft or anything, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> but that's just how I felt. I well, there's uh, so much like yeah. to come like. Yeah. There might be a dog that shows up and yeah. just like, well, there was a show here where a guy I can't remember who it was. Maybe I maybe Isaiah. But so there was a show here where somebody was on stage and in the middle of their set, 
JJ Redick ran by <laughs> the NBA player. Yeah. And from the state, from the, it was in the park and the guy with the mic just goes, are you JJ Redick? And he's like, yep. <laughs> and, <it's just> never, <laughs> and then later that night he tweeted at him. He's like, I listened, man, you're funny. <laughs> and it's like, what? He's <laughs> like, that's crazy. Imagine you're doing a set in a park and like fucking Gary Seinfeld runs by with his like a uh, dog or something. And you're like, oh, I can't be upstaged like this. <laughs> Oh, that uh, I mean, to be seen like that, though. Yeah, that's... right. That's how you get. Well, how did you get your big break? Well, <laughs> I was on a roof and it was 40 degrees and <laughs> uh, goddamn. OK, so uh, uh, where? OK, back to the reset. How you feeling? Have you gone crazy? Yes. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I keep saying. I've, I've gone crazy several different ways. <laughs> uh, how yeah, often do you do you like... work? Oh, go ahead, Reem. I think you open the. Uh, how many times have you opened the fridge just because you couldn't figure out anything else to do? Yeah, yeah. and then you go just, ahead and shove some food in your mouth because you couldn't think of anything else to do. You know. I <laughs> uh, do you so Sam? What's your? Are you able to still work? Are you able to work from home and stuff? Yeah, so I've I've done Good. like a lot of freelancing, and then I got like a, a new salary job that like a nine to five that I do on top of the freelancing. So I've been trying to work a lot and I've been very uh, grateful that I, I haven't um, had like a loss of income. Sure. You should try and do some of that paid Lansing. Like one of the people asked me, um, they're like, Hey, are you familiar with like the, the national suicide hotline as like a, a customer? I was like, not from a customer standpoint. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, oh, you mean number three on my speed dial? <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, is that your job? Is that what you're doing? Because um, that would be a crazy nine to five. <laughs> like, if that's what you do, God bless you. Somebody's got to do it. But in the middle uh, of this, I can't imagine yeah. being like, ring yellow. Oh, tall bridge. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> No, I just flip it on them. Like, oh, you know how I would feel it? And then I just yeah, yeah, use yeah, them yeah, yeah. to calm me down. Oh, you uh, don't even know. My grandma lost both her brothers, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, golly, golly, golly. Uh, but that's great to get the, that's how I feel. And I, Reem, I assume you're the same way. Reem, you had to, with the, you, you had to take some months off because of the construction. Uh, but, oh. uh, but like having, I was, I, so uh, I have a weekly call with all my high school friends now. Uh, and uh, we were talking about it last night and it's about how like the weird thing of like being uninterrupted financially, even though like uninter- un- you're interrupted in terms of now I'm working from home and stuff, mm-hmm. sharing an, a living room with my wife who's also working from home. But since you didn't lose financial gain during it, you kept your job, you kind of feel like you can't complain or whatever yeah. about certain things and you haven't got sick. So you're like, well, I feel like that, you know, and it's kind of a fucking, I mean, it's just another way for your brain to rot, you know? Oh, so, uh. um, yeah. When I visited, so, uh, Santiago and I had like his sister's, um, vow renewal last February. Oh, thank you. So we flew to Miami and then we flew back and I was crazy sick and like coughing up blood, but I Uh-oh. said I would house sit for her in New York. And that's when I was there. And I think both Reem and I were super sick at the same time. And so we oh, had to God. cancel. Oh. that recording and now, now i'm like do we both have covid at that time and, uh, oh my god i forgot all about that that you were booked for when you were in the city also while you started saying that i was like did we have you on the show when you were in new york we you were know? supposed to we were supposed that's to right. record and both both reem and i were super sick. and that's reem that's when we think you might have had it i had it late march oh okay later on we think do you know that have you gotten the antibodies yet I no i'm just oh okay and you don't know clues. sam Mm-mm. 
no Golly. but i feel so terrible because i went to like yeah so many open mics well that's like that's so a different many. world <laughs> yeah we didn't know you're rudy gobert bud it's all everything you gotta changes. grind you know you gotta get the stage time <laughs> yeah right uh i forgot god damn that's crazy i no offense because it has nothing to do with you it's all my brain i literally just a second ago was like wait are you a return guest all of a sudden now? Because I do remember that. I remember booking you and I remember talking about it. <laughs> uh, God damn. Yeah, that's the just the idea of a year ago like is insane. Yeah, because th that's, uh, you know, every, we all have those apps where it's like yeah, on this time day. Hop and... So, yeah, yeah. So now everything's starting to hit a little yeah. bit different because <laughs> it's literally like the last stuff that you did before everything hit and shut down i think it was what the 11th was yeah. when all the sports stopped yeah where Mark, i was like and... where it's like oh all these people are gonna lose a lot of money they like you would figure they would have forced it through prior to that that's what, like one of the first times i was like holy shit yeah <laughs> that was the last let me double check this yeah march 11th wednesday march 11th was when tom hanks got it it's when mm -hmm. the nba stopped and it was the last stand-up show I did. And it all happened like the same day. Yeah. And I was, and I, and it's just like, well, that feels like a goddamn billion years ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, also, it feels like yesterday because yeah. you know, <laughs> brain works weird. Oh, yeah, totally. I was talking, yeah. Uh, goddamn. Okay. So, uh, because of your jobs, are you, are you, did you say you started a new job in during the pandemic? Mm -hmm. Is it one of those jobs where you, are you zooming with coworkers and shit? Do you have to have meetings and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a way more meetings than I'm used to. And thankfully, the company itself was like work from home even before the oh, pandemic. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I was because that's a cure. The the job I have, I took so last February, I took. I am sure I've said this on the show before, but I took a more more permanent job with the company I'd been tipping at for several years because they were going to give me all the all, uh, uh, off time I wanted so I could go on the road. So that way I could go, <laughs> I could go on the road for two weeks, paid time off. And then I could go do all those shows that I could never take otherwise because of financially, it wasn't going to work. So now I could go do all that. So I took that job February 1st and then the world ended. <laughs> and so now we all work from home and I, we do a lot of meetings and we've hired 10 people since the, since the pandemic started. So there's 10 people that work with us and we only have like 35 people in the company and we just don't fucking know them. Like the teams that they work with all the time, know them. Like there's people they interact with every day. They form relationships. But like I, I run and I talk to them once a week or something. And I'm like, I don't remember their names. They live <laughs> all over the world. So because we're not doing New York based anymore. So it's like every conversation with somebody, I'm like, who are you? What's your name? And that's the only thing I like about Zoom is that everybody has yes. their fucking name in the corner. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I I was uh, unused to having Santiago at home because Santiago would go into the office all the time. So both of us together in mm -hmm. oh, that those first like two months, the tension was. So I would. <laughs> I'm not kidding, Sam. I've been to your guys' house. Yeah, you got... I would pay every piece yeah. of money I have to. And I love Stacey and I have been great. We've not we don't fight as much. You know, we're, we're fine. We've gone through this. But I would give every piece of money I have to be quarantining in your house as opposed to our small apartment. <laughs> You have two floors. You, I would, I could just go down to that room I slept in in your basement, and I just live in that. You know, like, <laughs> oh my god, we're we're yeah. just sharing a living room. Reem, you've got a little more space. You know, at oh, least. it it was still t real tense those yeah. first couple of weeks. I mean, and then Ozark you guys got engaged. Season three was just yeah, 
you guys got engaged to try to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also had more roommates at the oh, time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was funny, too, because, you know, it was it was great. You know how some of those apartments can get where yeah. every, nobody's home at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, it magically... It works out. Everybody works different schedules. And plus, when everybody's a comedian, everybody's out, too. Yeah. So nobody was ever home. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, never, everybody was home. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's crazy. I can't imagine it. Uh, goddamn. But are, do you feel like you're losing it or do you feel like you're OK? Um, I, I feel like uh, I'm OK now. Uh, yeah, I you was... got a car, right? You can just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah jump in and go somewhere yeah <laughs> as <it's>... cars do. <laughs> and we um, romanticize having a fucking buick uh, <laughs> have you both considered moving out of the the big uh apple with like, that has... guy is that guy's got a plan yeah. uh i'm moving he... back to des moines in the summer yeah he got they got him and his uh girlfriend got engaged very congrats and oh, it's thank very you. cool uh we've seen each other one time since march of last year so it's yeah. not a real fun uh, even though he's lives a little bit away so we haven't had a chance to celebrate but uh we're here for the long haul because uh i mean this is where we live and uh my wife's job is very good to us and stuff um but we were really thinking about trying to get a two-bedroom just so we'd have more space and then it just the pandemic never settled and by the time it was time to do our lease we're like do we want to try to move during this and so we're in this apartment for another year so who knows what one year from now will look like but uh just the uh, the having a car i think is insane you ever go to that starbucks on eight mile just because <laughs> yeah. yeah i i go through the drive through there just to feel yeah. normal again sure. yeah I, yeah, because being able to just beeline and all of a sudden be in nature. Yeah. And <laughs> there's know? something because I've been in cars a lot because my office pays for the Ubers, but in cars with a mask on. And so it's still like, at least if you're driving, you kind of have that. You can take your mask off and you can kind of have that. I'm moving through the world and I'm in control a little more. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas like I still if I'm in a car to go to the city, I'm st- it's just like I'm on the train. I'm still wearing my mask. I'm going to be like a dog the next time I'm in a car, just <laughs> yeah. fucking hanging out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. Loving it. Living, oh taking God. it all in. Goddamn. Uh, okay, now, Sam, where? Uh, we'll go back to the what the podcast is. Uh, <laughs> where Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Where'd you kick dirt? Uh, I All over, um, like, the, the Tri-Cities in Michigan, which is, like, in the crook of the thumb. Okay. Of the lower peninsula and what, what do we got any big standout cities any ones that we'd know um no like auburn <laughs> bay city like all, a bunch of states who were like huh yeah yeah uh, uh Ma- it- madonna used to she grew up in bay city for like two or three years and so it's big there but her one sure. quote about bay city is that was a smelly town <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have what a about- sugar beet factory and it makes Oh yeah. <laughs> what about the rollers? Yeah, is that a Bay City rollers? <laughs> so they they did the pin on the map and they like yeah. pushed it into a city and it was Bay City, Michigan. Oh, and is that real? Yeah, it's oh, real. That's and so that's how they got their name, but no, no. We we try to pretend like we have a real connection to them beyond that. Sure. But that's like the Quad City DJs have nothing to do with the Quad Cities of Iowa. <laughs> it's just like a thing. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm looking up because the, the the Hold Steady have a song that mentioned it. So I'm trying to figure out what the why. And they love uh, location drop. They do. They do. Random 
Midwest cities. Yeah, they in Swither. The new album today, and they yeah, Independence Missouri shout out, and it's yeah. like ah, they got a a, a B side that they just put out that's called uh, "If I Make It to Su- to Sioux City" or something like that. Uh, oh, here this is fun. Uh, the lyric is Gideon's been living up in Bay City, Michigan. He's been working at the Michelin. He's got oh. messed up with some messed up magicians. We got some. Hi- we got so high some nights in Michigan. Looked like a. Mi- we got so high some nights. Michigan looked just like a mitten. Some nights we got fried, and then it just talks about drugs and fucking God, like all the <laughs> other hold steady songs. <laughs> right. But that's my lit. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you play hold steady bingo. Oh yeah, Bay City. Uh, Bay City Rollers is your reference point. I hear Bay City. I just hear. We've been living up in Bay City, Michigan. That's how Madonna (laughs) used to do her hair. Yeah. That's why it stunk so fucking bad. Bay City Rollers. Uh, What what is the the thing you said? What what gets made in Bay City? Uh, Sugar beets. What what is that? Is that a cereal? Uh, No, it's... uh... (laughs) I don't know. It's uh, it's like, uh, you know, sugar cane is like the most common mm-hmm. uh, uh, form of uh, place we get sugar. But sugar beets is another place and it grows. Mm-hmm. It can grow all over the Midwest, but it's like real big in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not dissolve as well as sugar from sugar cane. So it can't it's not great for baking or stuff like that. But sure, I can see that. I've, I've been eating a lot of beets lately. Yeah. Fruit <laughs> vegetables like <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys seen the TV show Veep? I've no. seen Santiago started showing me the for season one. It's I just finished watching the full show and it's I think tied it's top five TV series I've ever seen. I love it. And there's a great joke <laughs> where Sam Richardson from Detroiters uh, and Detroit, maybe, you know, uh, Sam is on there and he's talking about this guy who's really dumb, Jonah. And he's just like, yeah, last time I talked to Jonah, he was talking about how his pee's been pink. Uh, so I asked him if he's been eating a lot of beets, but he doesn't know what that is. So I guess we ruled that out. But then also, I guess we didn't. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what they are. Have you, have you seen Death of Stalin? Uh, yes, that's fun. That's the uh, same guy, it, Armando yeah, yeah. Anucci. I may have to check it out because I like that movie. It's, yeah. Uh, and the, uh, <laughs> it's so fucking good. I can't. It, it's like. I think it won several awards. It's like oh, yeah. my Wu Tang thing. It's not, I'm not breaking no rules saying that it's good, but we finished it yesterday. And then today, cause Stacy, my wife was watching, uh, uh, like while we're together, we were watching Veep, but then separately, like when I'm doing other stuff, she's been watching Shit's Creek again. And so right before the podcast started, she was the finale of Shit's Creek. And so like I was setting up like with tears in my eyes. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, okay, I just so you started up- watching Good Girls. That's that's oh, been my yeah. mm-hmm. that's supposed to be good with uh May Whitman and uh Retta. The lady, mm-hmm. yeah, Retta and the lady from Mad Men, oh, yeah, um, Christina Hendricks, yeah, and Matt. Oh, you all you know the names, we're a great team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights is on that show, I think, right? Yeah, I think that's May Whitman's boyfriend or whatever. And one of the seasons, yeah, 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 yeah. Friday Night Lights is good when you uh want to have a Friday night with less calories. <laughs> <laughs> that's good oh, thank uh, you. we're on today uh, I was like where does that one there was like a kid from season two I was like where why does he look familiar uh, and it turns out he was like the kid from jungle to jungle yeah. oh whoa that's Could, awesome you imagine having to watch TV without being able to instantly google <laughs> yeah. who that person you're like is- what's who's this lady guess I'll never fucking know 
Yeah. You call your dad into the like in the 90s, you got to call your dad in. You're like, hey, dad, who's this lady on this episode of Everwood? And your dad's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Half the time we watch stuff, we're looking up yeah. people and like who they're married to and it's, what they did. I we love just went it. down a Jason Jeremy London hole. Earlier I love today. it. It's that's my whole thing. We're literally watching Everwood right now. And that cast is like Star Lord's in that show. <laughs> fucking Sharon Carter from the oh. MC Universe is in there. Superhero uh, degrees of separation. Yeah. Really fun. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, okay, Sam, you're growing up in these little towns and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you brothers and sisters? I have one. Well, I have an older sister and then I have an older half brother who I've never met before. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> very <laughs> spooky. Mm -hmm. uh, the, and so older, older, what's the age difference between you and your sister? Uh, a year and a half. Okay, so that's not too mm -hmm. not too crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, what were you in? What was your shit when you were a kid? What were you into? Were you uh, I, Disney princesses? Were you into the Ninja Turtles? Ooh, I love Disney princesses. I love Ninja Turtles. I loved gummy bears. Oh yeah, uh, the sure. cartoon or the food? <laughs> oh, good Both. question. Both. Oh wow, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never. That's a good mix. Watch the show, have some gummy bears. That's yeah, great. but then like feel guilty as you're eating them, like yeah, looking yeah. between the cartoons. <laughs> uh, yeah, you definitely have to eat the gummy bear in a full bite. None of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh... None of that. Yeah, bite in the head, then you bite the arm, then you bite the other arm. Uh... Oh, I always went arms first. Oh yeah, well, so they can't fight. <laughs> That's what I do. As I bite the arms, because I don't want to have one of those situations like, you know, when you see that duck eating the frog and the frog's got a right. hand around the duck's neck. Yeah, that's why gummy worms are always better than gummy bears, because they don't look back at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what a fun trick with a gummy worm is? Uh, you, uh, Sam, you drive a car. Here's a fun thing to do is you take a, two gummy worms or one gummy worm. Sorry. You pull it in half. Right. You lick the ed the flat part, the rip part. And then you can take it and put it through the like the driver, the front window or like the passenger window or something, because what it'll, it'll stick to the window. And so it'll just look like the gummy worm is going through the window. <laughs> I and it's, it's a fun trick. You just like, leave it like that. Like, like somebody find it and be like, I hell? think it's crazy when you r rip a gummy worm in half and both halves are still. Yeah, wiggling. wiggling around. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. I used to use gummy worms when I go fishing with my dad. Sometimes I was like, we'll see, you know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you got those... I'll catch a gummy fish. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, okay, so you and your sister are growing up down there, and uh, you get like gummy worms. Um, <clears throat> what what else was you up to? Was, was you a city kid, or since you moved around a lot, do you have like a spot that you consider your hometown, or is that kind of like this is my home county or something? You know, uh, mostly Bay County, I guess. Um, yeah, I I lived a lot of years in Auburn. Like we mo technically moved to close to 20 places before I or 20 different apartments and stuff oh, before wow. I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 but like it was mostly in Bay County okay um, and and was no. that for work or like did your parents just move around a lot or was that just like lease to lease or something like that I kind of for work because my dad was like he was a con artist so <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh yeah <laughs> uh, well, uh, honey, pack up. It's the business. You know? uh, they said they were going to chop. It's like dirty work where it's like, uh, you know what? They threw you out of the car. Uh, you still own the money. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, that's fun. So you move around. And uh, so because of that, were you in different school districts all the time? Um, I went to um Five different elementary schools. Wow. All right. Now we're talking. Yeah. Is that how you were, Reem? 
uh, elementary school is the one time where I was settled down. Yeah. Mi- middle school is where I did five different middle schools. Yeah. That's oh, wow. crazy. Such yeah. a different thing to me. So, like, did you have friends or did you and your sister, like, buddy up and do, like, team against the world or... No. How do you keep continuity when you're moving around like that? Uh, you, you don't. I was so weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I made my own club uh, centered around the Thai Beanie Babies. And I think my mom was in that club with you. <laughs> <laughs> I printed out membership cards. Um, did, you a, for... did you have a favorite uh, Beanie Baby? Uh, I liked the Terrier. Um, I can't. Oh. It had the same birthday as I did. So I was like, I want this. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I then like how the... they gave him birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. Do you ever go to Canada and buy some of those illegal ones? Like you go to Whistler and, or is that what, not Whistler? What's that town? Windsor? You go over there and buy some uh, Canada only Beanie Babies? I uh, know. I've always wanted like the, the Princess Diana, the purple rose oh, teddy yeah. bear. Oh, yeah. It was limited. Did... Uh, there's a Reno, there's a Reno 911 joke about that bear that is, I think, cancelable now. So nobody should look it up because we don't need to cancel Reno 911, but it's very funny. Did you get uh, any of the McDonald's ones? Yes. Oh my gosh. And my parents made us keep them in like the wrappers because they were oh, yeah. positive yeah. that they were going to be worth something someday. So weird. How does that they happen? They were immediately. How does that happen to adults? That's what I don't like. I'm well, not trying to criticize our parents. But like, why did my mom have fucking three tubs of those? Like, she didn't collect other shit like that. Because that all of a sudden it was on like Rosie O'Donnell and all the other like and Oprah was talking about it. And like it was the 90s. Yeah. were like the breeding ground for people trying to get into a collector's market after Mm -hmm. the bubble already burst (laughs) from like. You know, because Star Wars toys made a lot of money. Yeah. And all of a sudden, people were collecting other toys that never made money. Yeah. Or like the death of Superman and the death of Batman. The comics, like, yeah. These comic book, like, same thing with baseball cards and all mm-hmm. this other shit. And, uh, but it's just weird when, like, I think of children, but I just feel, and again, I'm not saying my mom specifically because I knew there's a million people like that. But, like, my mom was like a mom of three and had a good job and was like, well liked by her friends and then also being like we gotta go to omaha this weekend to try to get some new fucking beanie baby yeah it's crazy that and then um the uh there was that the little mermaid um they had little mermaid toys there and if you got the gold ones Mm -hmm. those were special and those were supposed to be rare and my mom would we got so many happy meals like we yeah could not afford that much like at all we couldn't yeah. we didn't pay our electricity bill that month sure, but sure, we got yeah. we were trying to find the shiny yeah that's yeah. it i i de- i definitely uh get that the thing where you're like uh uh when the mcdonald's game starts all of a sudden we yeah. only eat at mcdonald's for a month because <laughs> you get free stuff all the time oh yeah yeah but, but like i've talked about on here before even though i probably shouldn't have uh Uh-oh. in in high school when the allegedly Monopoly- when I worked at McDonald's, allegedly, you would just <laughs> you would just steal like three packages of cups. Yeah. So you just I have one hundred and fifty fry packages. And yeah. I'm just gonna pull all the tabs. Yeah. Wow. What a that is God, genius. Then, yeah. And then you eat for free for half a year. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you take the twenty bucks your parents give you for lunch money. Yeah. Spend it on drugs. Live That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> go go put whippets in your nose and then just yeah. try to try to get through that fucking day in 1999. I used to uh, eat the yeah. McRiddles, the ones that didn't oh, yeah. sell. Oh, back yeah. in the, at the sink during the washing, I would. Oh wait, did you work at McDonald's too? Yeah, when I was oh, fourteen, yeah. I went between the ages of fourteen and uh, just under sixteen, I worked. Weird, there. I didn't oh, know that was legal. That's awesome. It is a, McDonald's <laughs> is a great first job. Yeah, too, because you can like really fuck off there. Yeah, and you're only working like a two-hour shift, anyways. Yeah. Did you still enjoy? Cause like I, I know Rain, you did, but you were busy like thieving and stuff. Sam, did you still? Do you have like? Did you have an affinity for McDonald's? Cause it was like a brand. It was like Disney. It was like cool. But then when you worked there, did that ruin that? Um, not at first. So I I enjoyed it a lot at first. Uh, but then they started having work the birthday parties. Yeah. And uh... that sucks too, cause you're younger <laughs> than most of the people having the parties. <laughs> That was terrible. And then there was this creepy guy there. Um, and that guy. Ronald. Yeah, oh, fucking Grimace. <laughs> was he big, big guy with purple? I've seen that fuck. <laughs> they didn't warn you. They didn't warn you. Grimace gets handsy. Uh... <laughs> it's so funny that they're like, hey, everybody stay away from uh, Grimace. <laughs> that's why That's why you haven't seen him on TV or advertising for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, we can't put this in the pamphlet, but Grimace is not allowed in any room with you where the door is shut. <laughs> Grimace has been transferred to three different <laughs> franchises. <already. laughs> That's fun. Ironically, they, the Hamburglar finds Grimace assaulting somebody and beats the shit out of him. The Hamburglar's ironically a hero. Oh, yeah. He's a white knight. Yeah. White, black striped knight. Oh, yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> Uh, what? So you ate the McGriddles there? Reem, what was your go-to food to steal when you were there? Or what did you pop in your mouth all the time? <laughs> I, I really liked the French fries and nuggets. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I was rocking uh, really big into mayonnaise and French fries. Yes! I guess, oh, I was... my gosh. That's where I learned that, too. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny and so gross. <laughs> I think. Well, I think it's because you're like 15 years old, yeah. so you can get away with eating yeah. mayonnaise and French fries. But that's uh, how... it was I've... good. My my version of that is the uh, Pizza Hut pasta thing I would do where I'd put blueberries on spaghetti and eat that because it's like there's no rules. Nobody cares. And yeah. I've had everything else here a hundred times. Uh, you, can, you can put sweet and stuff with blank carbs, man. Yeah. Also, a fun thing, because I like I never worked at a, a burger place or McDonald's or anything, but working at Pizza Hut, one of my favorite things to do was when like somebody would fuck a pizza up or something or when we just make a pizza like a large they imagine a large pan pizza a cheese pan pizza comes out of the oven oh, and yeah. instead of cutting it you just hold it in like one big thing and you ah, and like <laughs> bite into it like it's the world's biggest cookie or whatever those were fun we'd have meal we'd have like breaks where all of us would have like a medium or a large <laughs> pizza and you're eating it like it's just one big thing that you must hold there's no slices I did that to a uh, block of cheese once and I felt uh, pretty good about yeah. myself. You probably didn't have to <laughs> take a shit for a good two, three months. Oh my God. Was that your first job at McDonald's? I'd hope if you're there at 14. Um, I was, uh, I did a uh, newspaper delivery when I was 13. Yeah. Can I did ask, you, was this money? Did you always deliver? <laughs> you never threw them in a crick? Yeah. There was sometimes where I'd passively aggressively toss them without a rubber yeah. band on and just oh, let. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> but did it backfire? Because you think that, like it doesn't have the the so that it just kind of all falls right in front of you. 
Like yeah. it's still, you did your part, but it's like, uh, we kind of wish that would have gone all over the yard instead of directly in front of me. Different parts are like sticking yeah. to you and you have to like take the time. And then by that point, the person's looking at their window. They know it's yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I would love, I never did that. That wasn't a thing. Like it may, maybe it was, but I don't think it was a thing in Glenwood of like the bike, you know, delivery. But I always thought I the fun simulations. Thing would be, oh, Paperboy, the video game. <laughs> I always thought that it would just be fun to try to break stuff on porches, like try to hit like lan- lanterns and stuff and lights. And but I don't know. I just think it'd be fun that's, to destroy other people's property. That's <laughs> some peak capitalism, though. The paper boys on the bikes mm-hmm. where it's like we have to push this image of paper boys on bicycles. Yeah. That way they can deliver faster and uh, we can pay them less. Yeah. Did you if, have they're to- all, if they're all walking these papers out, you know. <laughs> Did you have to make the paper, like put the paper together? Like I know that, I that's the thing that like I've I've never done it, but I've heard that that's part of it. You had to do that for a shopper. You have to put yeah, yeah like you Sunday have to put the paper. ads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. For the Sunday paper, you had to do that, and it would the payment uh, was weird because you only got paid if the people paid for their subscription, and yeah. so the reason yeah you, I, to, yeah. you have to go you shake them down, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's where I, your dad comes <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's got like a, a v-neck and like a gold chain and a cigarette and he's like hey Vinny, uh, i think you owe somebody some money <laughs> no my terminally old mom went door to door with me <laughs> please you got like a one of those Oxygen respirator take. things with uh, a dose yeah. uh, that's the amount of times that's yeah. a good grift yeah right <laughs> you know, i swear to god i've seen anytime i've seen somebody in my in my family who's on oxygen they're mm-hmm. also smoking a cigarette. And I know that that is <laughs> counterintuitive, but it's like you can't picture one without the other, you know? Uh, all right. So you're growing up there. Uh, when you were working, were you working? Did you get to keep that money for yourself or were you like kicking it up to the family? I, so most of the time um, I got to keep it for myself. Like in eighth grade, I just had like one pair of jeans. So that yeah. was like my big purchase in eighth grade is buying myself another pair of jeans. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so I got to do that when I got into high school. Um, Did you throw I, the old pair away? And then you're like, damn no. it, I'm back to one <laughs> pair of jeans. As soon as I, I, cause I was a chubster. So as soon as those thighs uh, rubbed, yeah. before, uh, then I had to. Yeah. You start using them. Otherwise you got, Oh, Hey, look at my cool new denim headband. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. In high school, I, I um, had to contribute and stuff to like our, like all like electricity bills and other utilities. And yeah. Stuff. That's so, oh boy. I know. Luckily I never had to do that. We were like, I don't know how my parents are, but like I started working the day I turned 16. Cause I, maybe the laws are different in Michigan or something, but like we wouldn't have been able to work at a grocery or at like McDonald's when you were underage or something. Um, but when we were the day I turned 16, I started working at pizza, Hut, but all that money was mine. I got to keep it and stuff like that. And that was great. Cause like I, that's when I started. Cause the same kind of thing. Like that's when I started buying shirts I liked and stuff like that. Ba- a lot of band t-shirts. That's when I started buying CDs and I had nothing else. There was no whatever bills yet. So I feel like that was the only time in my life where I was like unencumbered, where I could actually buy cool shit, you know? Reem, did you ever, what was the coolest thing you bought with your first paycheck from like a job? Oh, bass guitar. Bass. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Put, it, put it on layaway for like, you know, months. Yeah. Where do what kind do you remember the brand? It was the Ibanez. Hell yeah, baby! It was fucking ninety seven. No, 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 no. You know, you know what? The, oh god, I love it. Ibanez what color? Sound Gear, uh, what co- like tealish. Okay, yeah, I like probably a dark that. green. 
because uh, our band what was spo- we were sponsored i've said that in the show we were sponsored by ibanez so i'm sure i saw that exact one in the in the the little fucking booklet they'd send me every month uh what was the first choice uh no it was a specific like ibanez oh, one right because because yeah. we, we were like sponsored because they thought because we lied and they thought we were like fucking switchfoot or something they thought we were like <laughs> a real band that they could make money off of people seeing that we're using their equipment oh, but yeah. we weren't <laughs> uh goddamn we're uh, meant to li- live for so much more patrick i know <laughs> i have uh, lost yourself i had a bc rich battle axe was the first thing i really spent money on and i'm oh, getting yeah. it back next time i go back to iowa my grandma said she's gonna give it like i give it i gave it to my uncle and then he passed away and my, and my grandma's just had it there forever and so my grandma's like oh yeah he would want you to have that so it's just like my Nintendo 64. Everything is coming back to me now. My old B- BC Rich just sounds like a cool caveman. Oh yeah, BC yeah, BC Rich. Yeah. Uh, Sam, so you those jeans? That was the first thing you bought. Was there? What no, was the first I, like should, cool the ass jeans, thing? The jeans should have been the first thing I bought. The first thing I bought was a Bratz doll because I played with dolls oh, way yeah. too long. Then I sure should've... sure. Uh, and then jeans came second. Um, That's great. I, I love the idea of a nice Bratz doll. Wait, <laughs> so can I ask what year did you graduate high school? Oh, Reem, do you want to take a guess what year before uh, you answer, Sam? Hold on. What was the first movie you saw in the theater? Oh yeah, good question. In the theater or driving? Uh, oh, what... either or. Uh, the, so the first movie I remember seeing uh, is mm-hmm. Terminator. Terminator one. Mm-hmm. Oh or, wow! I think two. The first. Yeah, I don't think it's one unless you're really throwing mixed right. signals at us right. on your age. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Reem, make an answer. Two thousand six. Yeah, I'm gonna say you graduated two thousand five. Uh, two thousand seven. Yeah, Salmon. Okay, so you are young. That's what I was thinking. As soon as so that was a staple right there. Had you done the show last year, but pre-pandemic, you know, infecting us both with the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, that was a big part of the show was guessing what year people graduated high school. Uh, yeah. We haven't really done it a lot in quarantine, but I like it in this situation because, like, I thought you were my age, but then as soon as you said Bratstall, I was like, ah, fuck, Sam's really young. <laughs> and then you said Terminator, and I was like, oh shit, Sam's really old. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> Terminator came out in 1984, so it's like, wait, was she born oh, in the man. 70s? <laughs> it was. I don't remember much. I remember a lot of time traveling in that. Yeah, story. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of time traveling in the theater. It sounds like. Yeah, it was at like a drive-in, and I don't remember much of it because I was like too too young. young. Yeah, yeah. That's how we saw. Like we, I remember like a uh, uh, Lethal Weapon. We saw Lethal Weapon at a drive-in when I was like really little. It, yeah, if you. The best thing about drive-ins is you're going to be very young and you're going to get to see something rated R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you're going to get you're there a, for a triple-double feature. You yeah, know? Who Mel knows? Gibson's ass yeah. big as hell. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I saw Batman Returns at a drive-in with – so that's already like a crazy, over-the-top yeah. kid kid's family movie and then it was like poet poetic justice oh, wow with like wait isn't that janet jackson and tupac yeah that's awesome uh when was the last time you went to a uh, drive-in sam uh this summer this past oh, shit. oh, oh perfect great. awesome biden? yeah yeah but you go see biden <laughs> you drive you drove out to new hampshire for his thing uh what did you see uh jurassic park and jaws it was a double feature oh cool oh, really Big emphasis on the park. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you in your car? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it and was then, uh, a real, like, it was a real. They, there was like a ton of like inflatable drive-ins. Yeah, that pop-up pops. drive-ins. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but no, this this theater has been here since like the the 50s, the 40s or 50s. And like yeah. they, it has the original signage and everything. Oh, cool. So it looks amazing. And they yeah. were they were slammed this whole summer. Yeah, Good. I would love that. I like there was no they did some of the pop up ones in New York, but they were like so fucking expensive. And then also like we would have had to like get a zip car or something. <laughs> but we talked about it this summer because yeah. it was like you were so insane. Um, I thought about that too. Yeah, Zip car. To a yeah, it's only uh, like two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, it would be because the drive-in itself was like sixty bucks or something. Car. What? So yes. the idea was to bring four people. It was, I think, it was twenty bucks a person, but or twenty bucks a car. No, sixty bucks a car. So you bring four people or something, and it works out. It was for families, I think. But like, uh, it was just too insane. But I love that, and the, especially those two movies would be fun. It, it would suck to go and you're like watching Mulan the remake in the theater, in the drive-in, you know? It's like, all right. Did your but... drive-in theater still have the uh, radio attachments or did you have to tune in? Um, tune in. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the attachment it... thing is like, it, those were janky, I think. Right? Oh, they were 100% janky. Yeah. yeah. But we... they're, they're very, you know, but the, the look yeah. of it is really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've told this on the show that... In high school, I went on a blind date with a girl to a drive-in, and my Suzuki SUV had the back door. You could open it. So I backed into the stall, opened the door, so the door opened out wide, and then we were, like, going to cuddle in the back, and then, like, I had blankets and food and stuff, and we didn't hit it off. We had, like, I like <laughs> not, not just she didn't like me. I did not like her either. And so we, like, just kind of sat there and then watched uh, Spider-Man 2, and Crocodile Dundee 4 or something. <laughs> and she fell asleep. So I watched all of Crocodile Dundee by myself. And then I dropped her off at home. And I don't know what happened. Maybe it was Corona, you know, because it was a while ago. But <laughs> I got so sick. Like, I don't know. I like it again because I was in high school. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. But I got so sick that I pulled behind a gas station in Council Bluffs, Iowa. And I just slept in my car all night because I couldn't bring my I couldn't drive home. And so like. I don't know what it was, but like I got home the next morning and my mom's like, well, see, what happened? Where have you been? And I was like, do not see the Crocodile Dundee 4. <laughs> Worst movie ever. <laughs> oh, How old were you? How old were you? Like 16, 17, probably. What's and also treated? that wasn't a blind date because we did that girl and I did go out once and like had a great time, like made out. Everything was great. And so I was like, this is going to be fucking rule. And then <laughs> and it's just one of those things like the second time we got together was like, oh, I don't think we have anything in common. This sucks. And then you're just sitting in the back of a car with somebody you don't know for oh, yeah. five hours. Ugh. My favorite blind day is uh, opening day of deer season. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot your shot when it comes to jokes, don't you? That's right. Did, I, you, did you have yeah. did you have those that that day off in Iowa as well? Because like in Michigan, oh, Northern yeah. Michigan gets that they they cancel school. Oh that yeah. Day. Oh, that's yeah. one. No, I don't think we did. But that's crazy. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I do know like uh, elect- a lot of electricians will take that day off. Yeah, that's or construction workers do. Is that a real thing, or are you doing a, some pun? I don't get. No. Okay. <laughs> You gotta ask sometimes. Uh, be okay. So, uh, you got one of those big questions out of the way. The uh, what? Uh, uh, first thing you saw in the theater. Do you remember the first concert you ever went to? Are you a big music fan? You love music, music head. No? Yeah. Uh, I I enjoy music. Um, but the, I didn't go to my first concert until I was twenty. Shit! Uh, wow. 
What was it? Like fucking Maroon 5? It was Snow Patrol. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And but the until um, it was a couple of foreign exchange students that I made friends with and they couldn't get anyone else to go with. No them. offense, but that's the sign of somebody who didn't have a good childhood when it's like, I'll be friends with the foreign exchange students. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, don't know anyone. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. I'm fucking crazy. You got your <laughs> denim fucking headband on. <laughs> Uh, that's fun. <laughs> by the way, my roommate freshman year of college was Yuhei Otaki from Japan. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so did they, were they, where were they from? They were from the UK. Uh, oh, shit. Hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do like accents with them. They're like, please stop oh, that no, and never do so it again. <laughs> hey, Sam, would you like to go to the Snow Patrol concert? And also, please stop talking like that. It feels like you're mocking us. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, the only song of Snow Patrols until then that I was familiar, familiar with was the one from Grey's Anatomy, and I hated it. Is that the, if you could just stand? Yeah. yeah that was, that was peak Grey's yeah. Anatomy. <laughs> I love. Like, there was a moment where, like, Grey's Anatomy, like, yeah. people were having gray parties. Yeah. I got the invited to do a gray party once, and I'm like, <laughs> what? They could have called uh, no, that. No, I'm not watching. They could have called that show The Frey Anatomy because The Frey had a lot of songs on that show, too. I, I, Snow Patrol, I I really love that. I, I love that one album. I'm sure they put out. We were talking at the top of the show all about one hit wonders and stuff. Not, not to be confused with Snopes Patrol, which is these people that just go out and debunk yeah, yeah. rumors. Yeah, yeah. Trying to figure out if uh, if Jay Johnston from Mr. Show was or was not at the Capitol. Uh <laughs> True. <laughs> when I worked at the when I worked at the come and go in uh, Boone uh, after college, before I started comedy, somebody it was one of those. I don't know if this ever happened when you were at worked at jobs, but like we had a CD player that we would listen to. And this was CDs like still you'd actually bring in mm -hmm. CDs and somebody who we had hired for like a little bit, like came, brought some CDs in, got fired or quit and then forgot their CDs. And one of their CDs was that snow patrol album and so when i was at work and i'd forget my cds at home i'd be like oh i'll just listen to this on repeat all day and i fucking loved it one of those songs references sufjan stevens mm -hmm. and i remember being like what you can do that sam sam what uh what's your favorite uh local gas station growing up called oh yeah uh, favorite local gas station yeah um it's a chain so it's not that exciting uh that's what we want. Yeah. There is the... Speedway. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I worked, I, I, I liked Speedway until I worked there and then I resented Speedway for a while. Um, I yeah. faked my own death um, to quit. Now, uh, that's a weird thing to <laughs> say. How did you figure out death? Did you call in dead? Um. So, okay. So I want to preface this that like I, I allegedly. I tried to take my own life several times between oh, the wow. ages of 13 and 18. So I feel like mm -hmm. I was able to use this excuse. And then when but you weren't, I... when you weren't doing that, you were <laughs> buying brat stalls and <laughs> new jeans. So, um, but it gets better. <laughs> but I had my dad call in and say that I took my own life because I hated working there so much. Oh my god! <laughs> and he did it. So, so the bit. He, oh, did he did it. That's he did it. So he was fully bedridden at the I, time. So he, yeah. I mean, he still is, but he was like dependent yeah. on me emptying his catheter. So I so feel like, like uh, <laughs> hey, dad, hey, dad, tell Larry that I killed myself or you're pissing on the floor tonight. 
I know me and my best friend uh, blew off going to work and said we were abducted by aliens. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. When the uh, manager eventually called and he was like, no, you got to come into work. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, time hop earlier and uh, the, the on this day. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of our listeners, friend of the show, fan of the show, real and effer, Matt Von Drack, uh, I had the uh, uh, my on this day a couple days ago was from like 16 years ago or 14 years ago when he just commented on my Facebook wall. Hey, bud, guess who got fucking fired from come and go? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was guess who just quit fucking come and go or something. But it was really funny because I was like, ah, everything. I remember that day. <laughs> uh that's that's uh well i don't think i ever i never dramatically quit something reem what'd you do how'd you, you ever you ever have sam's dad call in and tell him you're dead <laughs> no i uh i pretty much just did uh, outside of quitting fazoli's uh by saying i was abducted by an alien <laughs> it's mostly just a uh, big old no call no show just yeah. like ghost them i wish i had that i can't i couldn't do that i would give places like month notice instead of two week notice well, Cause I just had, I was just too, I'm too. It was uh, pretty much like my younger jobs where yeah. it was like, I'll quit my job because there's a concert and I can't get yeah. out of my shift. Yeah. That's how you I, know? that's how I became when I got older. That's how I was with temp jobs where I'd be at a temp job. Like prior to the one that I ended up taking this longer position with, I'd be at a temp job and they'd be like, like a guy working there would be like me. He'd be like, Hey, you guys need to hurry the fuck up. And I'd be like, Oh, I quit. <laughs> I'm not going to listen. I'm I'm 33 already. Nothing's worked out, dude. I'm I'm not going to listen to you tell me what to do. And I had a good Tim agency so I could just call them and be like, "Yeah, I fucking hated that place. Don't send me there anymore." And she'd be like, "All right." And then the next day I'd have a new job. Uh, all jobs are temporary, man. Yeah, right? Oh. <laughs> oh, golly. Okay, so uh Snow Patrol, uh Who's your? Did you have? So you said you said that you liked music in a way that made it sound like you didn't like music. <laughs> like, did you have favorite bands when you were a kid and stuff? What's the um, first album you bought? Yeah, first with album your own you money. Got. With my own money. Um, yeah. Because I did like the Columbia thing. Oh, oh yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Oh yeah, with a con man dad. Yeah. I'm sure you were fucking taking <laughs> advantage of that. Yeah, I saw. I, re- I I followed up on this. They had like no like. They got them all cheap, so they didn't really care yeah. about about kids. Like they were just like kids, go ahead and steal the yeah. albums. And it was all illegal. <laughs> still making money. And yeah, and the labels didn't make anything from it. The labels no. hated them yeah. because of the way it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big scam. There's a lot of really good those those things where I'm like, I watched a documentary, and Reem's like, Did you watch a documentary or did you watch a YouTube video? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of YouTube videos about how club. They start calling them uh, red. Yeah, you know everything I heard on YouTube. Yeah, I read I'm just that. Say oh, I read. Oh, oh yeah, I read. I was about reading the about all. The, I was reading about all Nobula. these. Reading about all these Easter eggs in Wandavision the other day. <laughs> uh, so Sam, so what do you remember? Some of those CDs you got? Uh, Savage, Columbia? Savage Garden, oh, and yeah. oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. truly madly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, chicken cola. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, chicken cola. The yeah. first Hanson with Mbap. Mm-hmm. You yeah, still follow yeah. Hanson? Uh, I had a friend. They did uh, a race, not a race, but a run together in Detroit uh, about oh, 10 weird. years ago. And they're like, we all need to go barefoot because this is for raising money for shoes for un- uh, children who don't have any. And I'm yeah. like, that feels counter weird. 
Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna wearing my shoes. I'll still yeah. give money, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's needles and glass on the ground. Uh, yeah. Her city's <laughs> not uh, thriving right now. <laughs> Street cleanup is not the best. Uh, but wait, so that was a Hanson sponsored. Yeah, the Hanson brothers wrote, uh, uh, ra- jogged with everyone. Yeah, um, that's nice. That's good. Yeah, and th- do I, they all they're, look they're all right? Cool. Yeah, do they look still good? putting out music? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they looked. Uh, they looked young still. Um, they looked like fresh and vibrant still. Yeah. A little. Um, they looked a little disappointed in the eyes. Uh, mm. but other than that, they maybe I don't know if I've told this on the show. I date. Uh, you know, like AOL, the early days. Uh. I had an AOL uh, girlfriend. This is like sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. Hey, who I don't met need in to a, brag, all right. <laughs> I met her, I met her in a chat room. Uh, we talked online at night. She was on my buddy list. I think I mentioned her in my profile. And mm. then uh, you couldn't send photos on the internet back then, and so or like you couldn't easily or something. So she mailed me her photo, and oh. she wrote me a letter that was like a love letter or whatever, you know, like a fun pen pally love letter. But she sent me photos of the kid from Hanson <laughs> who looked a little bit like a girl. And I was like, uh, these are just like magazine cutouts of the kid from Hanson. And I remember just being like, kind of like zooming out of it and being like, I think you're talking with like an adult <laughs> who like wants to be a girl that looks like the guy from Hanson. And then I just never talked to her again. And you know, who knows, but I just remember that so much being like, I'm finally going to see my girlfriend. And then, Oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the teen beat picture of very weird. Oh man, I I miss Tiger Beat. I miss Tiger Beat a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have? Were you? What do you remember your first uh, like AOL screen name or MSN? What were you guys? Because are you two thousand seven? You might be. You might have been aged out of that. Did you have screen names? Um. So I the first one I remember was like Spiffy Shaniqua. Um, Whoa, Shaniqua? I'm, yeah, Spiffy Shaniqua. I like really liked that name. I don't know where I got it from, but Shaniqua Holsqua, I assume the Spiffy's WNBA a fun star. Name. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm more interested in who are your who are your Tiger Beat crushes. Oh yeah, yeah. Who, who are you guys? You put the post, You put the posters up, right? Yeah, uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, still is totally. a crush. <laughs> you got a favorite Fraser pick? The Mummy. Oh, um, yeah, obviously yeah. he was ripped oh, he had yeah. abs and shit in that stuff oh yeah oh that's my favorite yeah. rom-com i will watch yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that's got all. two great romance stories going at once <laughs> uh what's your name uh 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 bronwyn friend of the show uh bronwyn what's bronwyn's last name isaac isaac bronwyn isaac tweeted out a thing the other day that was like a poll on twitter that was like uh your crush tweets you texts you out of the blue how do you reply and it's like Hi, with an exclamation point. How are you? Wait a while and don't reply. And then like, you know, flirt. And I was like, oh, my answer would be, hello, Rachel Weiss from uh, The Mummy. How are you? And how did you get my telephone number? <laughs> I love her. Her fucking eyebrows are all fucking weird, but she's great. What? <laughs> uh, any other posters? Yeah. Who, what other posters? Phrase? Yeah. Well, like, were you big into Shia? Because you're young. So, like, Holes era Shia, was he your guy? No, he annoyed me. You liked men. Brendan Fraser was, like, 40 at that point. <laughs> um, I liked Cuba Gooding Jr. when I was young. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. I could see that. Cuba was, Cuba was like, more like cute, but Cuba Jr., I don't know. <laughs> he was cute. He was a cute guy. Just like Donald Faison, I think, right? Like, they both have, like, a boy, mm-hmm. like, a what is that? Like, a, 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 what am I trying to say? Like, a... 
ah shucks cuteness about them, even <laughs> though they were like tall dudes with like that were like had muscles and shit. Yeah, I, I liked him. I liked I mean, JTT was yeah. one of. Oh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's uh, a classic. Everybody had the JTT. I want him plus, to have another it, act. I want him to start. I want to see him in like a, a fucking HBO, uh, you know, HBO uh, Max series. The way that no, like Pacey like a, keeps getting to do stuff. He's like a doctor. Oh, is he? Is that yeah. his? Oh, no, cool. no, no. That's what I'd cast him as. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, being a doctor. He almost died of cancer on Home Improvement. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He cried. <laughs> it's good. Episode. Oh, yes. The what blue, was that like? The blue man from uh, Big Fat Liar who played. Oh, wait, wait. The blue man isn't that like Paul Giamatti? It is. It is. Uh, wait. Okay. Two questions. One, three. But I thought he isn't he blue and Agent Cody Banks. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah Agent yeah. Cody Banks. That's what I meant. That's... Wait. What did you say? Big fat liar. Because but... we all I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, first off, is that's a bit. Second, was Paul Giamatti in Tiger Beat? Third, <laughs> in Tiger Beat, was Paul Giamatti? As his blue character. <laughs> uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a fun, quick little photo edit. Shot. Yeah, right? Put the Tiger Beat logo. Well, it's like every once in a while, these these Twitter photos go around of Stanley Tucci in the 80s, and he's in like a CK ad, and he's like hot. Like Stanley Tucci looks like fucking sexy. And it'd just be so funny to see that with like fucking Giamatti. Like you don't see him yeah. as... Cause like right now there's also a fucking Steve Buscemi was apparently hot when he was young, you know, or like to some women or whatever <laughs> men, but I, I never, I never thought of Paul Giamatti as fuckable, you know? Uh, also I would say just cause I consider him a friend. Don't tell Santiago about that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause he don't need to know that, that you were who, uh, like one time I was dating a girl. Hey. She told me her, that her dream man was Fred Durst and hey. it just made me feel bad. I don't know. <laughs> I think a lot of people would fuck Paul Giamatti sideways. <laughs> uh, that's right. Oh boy. Um, you so okay. So you're growing up there. Uh, you're into all this stuff. When high school came around, were you still bouncing around school to school? Uh, yeah. Well, I went to three different schools in high school. Um, mm-hmm. and that that was because uh, we we had kind of uh, settled by the time I was a sophomore. Um, but my mom. Uh, became uh, addicted to her uh, pain medication. Um, sure. They were That's the you go. From they were beanie, selling, beanie babies like, to yeah. They were yeah, selling meds. it, but you know, dip into your own supply, uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then um, she became addicted for like three years, and then um, I I moved out of the house, and that until she uh, uh, cleaned up, and then I moved back. But so that's why I went to like a bunch of different. I see. Mm-hmm. You are so put together for being having <laughs> such a life, eh, you know, like you've lived twenty lives. But anyway, if somebody just meets you, you're like, oh fuck, there's another girl on the show. Here we go. Let's see. <laughs> like you got it all put together. Like the first time I met you, and I stayed, uh, Michael Good and I stayed with you in in Detroit, and I was like, ah, cool, just a you know another comic here. That's great. And then you got you got a backstory. That owl, <laughs> listen to your albums, fan. You're a great stand up comedian. But there's a lot of tramming behind those eyes. <laughs> you wear it well, though. I mean, you know, you don't. You're not a real downer. I know people who I fucking way worse would want to hang out with whose lives were way easier. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that was a compliment. Uh, did, did, uh, 
uh, now, okay, so uh, we're going through one high school. Did you do anything? Were you into any extracurricular shit then? Did you get to do like, if you're moving, if you're moving schools and stuff, did you ever do any sports or speech or you know um, songs? I tried to do theater, and then I like joined this um, group my senior year called Natural Helpers, which is supposed to be like a students who are like emotional support for um, other students. And then yeah. I like had a mental breakdown at Natural oh, Helpers sure. camp, and I needed the other Natural Helpers. To- <laughs> oh, you're like a secret shopper. That's great. <laughs> That's funny. I tried to join this group in high school called Natural Hangers. It was for all the girls with huge tits, but they didn't let me. Did you get the prosthetics? Did you get that? No, I had pretty big tits, but they were still like ladies only. And I was like, gender's a spectrum while they were throwing me out of the room. <laughs> I'm taking pictures with my little weird Polaroid. Uh, natural, natural, natural helmet. That's I, I, I did a thing similar to that called, uh, it was called, sad which is already branding is bad but it was students <laughs> against destructive decisions i knew and it was like somebody against something yeah 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 <laughs> uh it wasn't uh like uh i don't know students uh hey do what you want you know uh but i uh, i did that because i was like in this band and we fell into christianity and all that stuff and i was like i should help my community more and stuff but like i didn't know what to do and so like my goal was to help I got in this because I thought we'd be helping students who were like get falling into like drugs, like heroin and stuff and like <laughs> meth, not like pot or whatever. And then we had a meeting where it's like, all right, we're going to break down into different groups. And it's like, you guys are going to deal with students who are doing meth. And you guys are going to be, you two are going to be dealing with students who are alcoholics and finding ways to help them. And you guys are going to be able to find this. And then I got caffeine and they're like, you guys are going to be helping students who are addicted to caffeine. And I was just <laughs> like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm not going to fuck. Oh, really? I'm going to try to help get students off soda. You know? All these poor kids addicted to caffeine out there that are just so excited. It wasn't even they, fucking. They just can't hide it. Yeah, it wasn't. E- but it wasn't like that. So I don't excited. think this lady knew about caffeine pills. She was talking about people dr- drinking coffees. And I'm like, <laughs> been burdened like, by bubbles before. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't even like a soda thing. It wasn't even like a trans right. fats thing. It was like. And- and I just fucking walked out and I was like, I'm sorry. This is not what I wanted it to be. No. Ugh. Were you on any clubs? Uh, any any clubs? Did you do any like high school clubs? Yeah, yeah. Chess club. I, Comedy I club. Did this sure. like uh, academic, like ac- academic. Oh, were you bowl? smart? Were- uh, I thought I was. And sure. looking back, I don't I don't think I really was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty inflated ego about it then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Were you smart like in one area? Then everybody thinks you're smart about everything or something. Because I feel like that I was good at trivia, and I'm good at like especially like pop culture trivia. Oh, so yeah. I would do quiz bowl stuff. But then if a fucking science question came up, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that. that's how Very my brain similar. was. Like if yeah. they like if they had questions about the street price of Percocet or Klonopin. <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> Uh, you you and the teacher are like Benzies. Come on, what year is it? You know. Oh, that's fun. Did you do that, Reem? Do you ever do any like quiz bowl or anything like that? Uh no. Yeah. Just, you know, around the house. Just wait. What? <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? Like trivia at home. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant like no, no, no. Like 
like it's like uh did you play high school basketball no i just played basketball at home but like i just did quiz bowl at home yeah <laughs> you're in your living room with your dolls and you're like uh okay and the capital of uruguay is <laughs> you get it wrong too your fucking teddy ruxpin gets it right uh, like a good bar quiz yeah remember, i like remember I like doing trivia. that yeah with a naked lady thing pops off oh that too oh you mean like bar trivia yeah wait Sam, did yeah. you used to host some sort of a trivia thing? Yeah, right? I used yeah. to. I for a couple months, I did uh, the the bar trivia. Yeah, was that fun or terrible <laughs> or both? It was pretty terrible. Uh, yeah, but people take it way too seriously. Uh, yeah, the and then pine- other people don't. <laughs> then you get that like asshole that isn't even playing. Yeah, but is like yelling out the answers. <laughs> I remember just at the bar by themselves. I remember Pine Box when the mic would end sometimes. Uh-huh. On Wednesdays, they had a bar yeah. trivia. And so, like, at the comics, have you been to the Pine Box Rock Shop in Brooklyn, Sam? Mm-mm. It's like an open mic. It's great. It's like a great venue. Go there and buy drinks right now. But uh, it's the, there's a back room where the shows would be, but then there's a full bar, too, where you could, like, you know, so that you could be separate. But so the mic would end, and as you're walking out, the trivia had begun. So it just feels like 30 comics are just infiltrating this, like, <laughs> like the other type of brain event where people are asking questions and everybody's in their team, and it was just such a shit. It felt so weird every time we'd leave there. But I, I've never done that. I've never done bar trivia. But now that, like, after being in my house for a year, I'm like, yeah, let's go do it. Maybe it's fun. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I want to do it now. I, I, I think being on the participant end, it would be way more fun than, yeah, we invented last night. My friends and I, we played risk online and then we played a trivia game that we invented. There was three of us left. Uh, Everybody else had signed off and we invented a trivia game that was really fun. We just found a website with trivia questions and then we took turns answering them and it became like a really fun game over zoom. And I was like, this is like the thing I could just fucking sell this to, like I could make offices pay me, but like Emily, our friend Emily Winter does that, but hers is like a really well put together whole thing. And I'm like, I fucking took five minutes and can do a bastardized version, probably <laughs> dupe people into paying me, you know? Yeah, uh, that can be a good side hustle. Yeah. Next demic, um, you you got this. I'm so excited. I have one yeah. pandemic summer under my belt so that I can be better this year. Oh yeah. I'm going to yeah. be pandemic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Next one's not going to sneak up on me. Now, Sam, you've been a fantastic guest. We're about our time's about up. But uh, also, I wanted to tell you, I don't know if you know this. I know you're a big listener, right? You got a bunch of shirts and stuff. But uh, we uh, you are our second to last guest. Penultimate. Penultimate guest. Oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are uh, we're wrapping up having guests starting in whatever, two weeks, it sounds like. Uh, And then we're just going to be me and Reem with occasional guests on episodes. But that's exciting. So it means a lot. I'm glad we finally got you on. Took about a year, it sounds like, uh, (laughs) to get you here. Um, One thing I want to talk about is so so since you still live in Detroit, uh, (laughs) is there something do you have anything in that town uh, like in Bay City or in Bay County, is there a place that you like to go back to when you get the chance? A restaurant maybe or a, a, a diner of some sort or some food that you can go back and you're like, I'm home again. Or do you still kind of feel like you live where you grew up? Uh, when I go home, I like to get um, the kielbasa from Krizhik's. They stole my family's recipe, Whoa. but like 
It's that's crazy. How do you what do you mean they stole your recipe? Uh my my great my bush and my jaji used to yeah. grind their own uh wait, meat. you can't just keep throwing words at us. <laughs> Did you say your busha and your grabby? Jaji. Uh it's Polish for grand grandmother and grandfather, but they're oh, like I didn't- Sure. You guys should sue him. It sounds like you have a case. <laughs> it's a been so case. it's been it's been 50 uh-huh. years. Make, yeah. Actually, more than that. But they gave them the recipe card. Sounds like a real sausage case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's so good. It's so garlicky. And yeah, uh, when I moved down here, because um, Detroit has the second um, largest Polish population outside of Chicago in yeah. the in the U.S. And I was like, I'm going to get some great Polish food. And I tried the kielbasa down here. I was like, this is bland. Huh. This is a disappointment. And so whenever I go uh, back to Bay City, I like load up on. Can you just buy it? Like, can you just buy the links or whatever and like get a box of them or something? Yeah. OK, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Uh the one thing I liked, I think I don't not for sure. I, maybe you were with us the day we went. I, there was a lot of people there, but that pizza place in Detroit that we went to, that Little was like, Caesars. <laughs> no, uh, but it was uh, it Buddy's Pizza. Perhaps it looked like a big metal building, but then you go in and it looks like a restaurant that's been there for a hundred years, uh-huh. and uh, it was square little square pizzas. Yeah, I think no. you were you went was to the school? like original buddies pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Detroit and it was Detroit pizza is what everybody kept calling it. Mm-hmm. And it I really, really loved it. And it it was great. Um and I don't know what the gist of it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the thing about it is. I couldn't describe it, but I just really enjoyed it. Um oh yeah, and I remember because I took a bunch back to your place and then we I think Michael <laughs> Good and I had a bunch in your fridge for like a day. Um uh yeah, I, I that's my that's my experience. And they're next to the the club there, there was like a, a walking distance to a, a, a little taco place that you'd sit yeah. at the counter and like they were cooking right there in front of you and stuff. And uh, I really enjoyed that too. It was very good. Um, God damn. Okay. Well, <laughs> you bet. I now I'm just hungry. That's how yeah, you can tell with the way it. we record is, you know, sometimes we record at 11 in the morning and we're just barely awake. And then sometimes we record at night and we're really on, but then we get hungry as fuck. Halfway through <laughs> I, I got a pot roast sitting in a crock pot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah. Ready what are you going to have for dinner, Sam? You know yet? Uh, spaghetti, some kind of spaghetti. We have a bunch of noodles right now that we need to work oh, yeah. our way through. Our pasta sauce that we had went bad. I just saw it. I opened it this afternoon, so I don't know what I'm going to have. What kind of pasta sauce do you get? Um, our coffee shop, uh, Chow Bella on the corner, uh, started importing stuff from because they're from Italy, the guy. Mm. And so it's something that like from his his place in Italy. And so we bought it. And it's a very good, very easy, cheesy style almost. Nice. Yeah. but it, But it went bad, so. Um, yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Okay, so Sam, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Absolutely. The, yeah, very good one. Uh, thank now you the for list, having and, me. And I mean that. A lot of times I'm lying. A lot of times I'm like, it was a great one, friend. If he's lying. He's dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the listeners, the NFers, now they love you. Tell them where they can find you on the internet, how they can get your podcast and your album and all that stuff. Uh, you can look at samragercomedy dot uh, com. And there's not a lot of dates on there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just on my on my website under shows, the show section, it just says LOL and then has my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but you uh, can that has links to buy your album, too, and everything. Right. Mm-hmm, and it's yep. very good. It's one of the uh, when we talked because you helped us launch the label because Gideon and I had been talking about making a, a label for a long time. And now we're talking about making it a way more official. So hopefully you'll get some benefit from that. Um, 
because it's now been, I think today is one year since the last Jackknife show, live show, which is insane. Um, so we're going to pivot more and make the label a little more of a real thing. Uh, but your album and we, and I was like, cause I don't think you had ever met Gideon. And I was like, she's really funny. And I'm sure her <laughs> album's done. I'm sure it'd be really easy. And then we can help push. And then it came out and it was so fucking good and immediate, such a good response. Everybody got from it and stuff. And so it really felt like it, it fell into our laps in a good positive way. But then also like, not, I doubt we got you a lot of stuff, but the idea that we're opening it up to more people to where every once in a while, when you would tweet or when like we would tweet it out, we'll see other people that we know came to you through our whatever channel. And I'm like, all right, that's great. Um, <laughs> but it's great. So we definitely go get her. Um, fantastic. Um, and the podcast, all the links are on your website. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And my, my eulogies, please. Right. Yep. My eulogies, please. What is, can you tell me what that means? Um, I you like my apologies, please. Yeah, that's where that it came from. <laughs> okay, because I forget the name of it because it, I can't associate it with it. It's just like how our show is the nostalgic front and it's like the band, the agnostic front. <laughs> and so I, I remember it. But I, otherwise, if, if this wasn't my podcast, I'd be like, what's it called? The front, the, the nostalgia front, the front, you know, like I wouldn't remember. <laughs> I have your stickers like all over my notebook oh, and my suitcase. Nice. So that's, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. It's fantastic. Go definitely go get the album. Go listen to the uh, podcast because they're both very good. And uh, just sit there and uh, be quiet. We'll wrap up here. Oh, my God. Was that Ahsoka? <laughs> No, it's Coquito. Coquito, uh, do you still have Ahsoka? Is there, yeah, there? she's still oh, alive. Uh, <laughs> I would hate just like the ex-boyfriend thing. Yeah. Uh, that's that's so awesome. I have an Ahsoka action figure now, right above my head, but I can't reach it. I was gonna show you. Um, what's this? What's this cat called? Coquito. It's like a. It's Puerto Rican um, eggnog. So it's like oh. basically eggnog with rum in it. Uh, I like a. I like an animal named after. Food. <laughs> yeah that's really fun uh god damn okay so just sit there quiet let us wrap up and then we'll kick you out uh thank you so much sam thank you uh reem where can these dumb fuckers hear you find you hey man that's hey, man. cool they're all pretty awesome yeah they're Everybody's great but he's still listening uh, uh reem core r-e-a-m-k-o-r-e uh uh that's where you'll find my stuff you know, my shows. Cool. Yeah, all your shows and dates. Yeah. Fresh off. Yeah. You're Fresh going on a tour, boat. isn't that true? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Manhattan. The, uh, the island. You can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P A T R S H S E. Patrick Hasty on Twitter and Instagram. PatrickHasty.com for YouTube videos and I don't know merch. Uh, get on the the Patreon if you haven't. Uh, give us a dollar. Give us five dollars. Give us twenty five thousand dollars. The show is... Uh-oh, Ring's putting pot in his brain. Look out. Uh, the pot roast is going to be... Got to get ready to make gravy. I got to get ready to make that gravy. Pot, 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 pot roast. <laughs> uh, pot roast, pot squared. Uh, uh, get on the Patreon, give us a dollar, give us five dollars. Um, tell your friends, the show is uh, still the same fun quality. Better quality, I'm going to say, coming up. Uh, but uh, and it looks like about two weeks. Uh, season two, or whatever the fuck we call it, is going to come out. That'll be really fun. Uh, so get ready for that. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful.
I love this podcast. 